Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Today I'm joined by an absolute legend. I'm going to say, I feel like she's like cringing looking at me, but I'm saying it anyway. TikToker, director, legend, it's Shao Rowe. Welcome <laughs> to the Waffle Shop. That's me. Great to be here. I know, yeah. Really sorry about the really cringe introduction. And I like to, love I love it. to see the guests kind of squirm a little bit when I'm like, yeah, all this I nice stuff. When people are like giving me compliments, I never know what to say. So. <laughs> oh no, I hate it, and I feel like that's why, in quite a sick way, I get so much pleasure out of it because it's, it's, it's like this is how awkward it is for you. <laughs> but no, honestly, like I, I've kind of wanted to reach out for a while because. First of all, like your your journey, which we'll get into um, as we obviously we have a bit more of a waffle, but it's so inspiring. And I first found your journey, if you like, which is a real kind of embarrassing moment because the only time when I first introduced you was when you got a Tango Ice Blast machine. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. And then I was like, okay, this is, this is one of the most inspiring people I've and actually I've seen on social media so apologies for that but you're you are incredible but before we get on into that I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle which is something that kind of pisses me off that once I've spoke about it makes me feel a little bit better and hopefully I'll be able to sleep tonight once I've got <laughs> off my chest um but this week and it's quite timely considering, I mean, I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but it's absolutely pressing it down here in Coventry at the moment. And the thing that's annoyed me is that I'm now at a certain age where the topic of conversation that I have with many people 
is the weather. I'm, I'm doing it now. <laughs> it's my go-to. Whenever you don't like know someone, whenever you're talking to a stranger, you talk about the weather. I do yeah. it like an autopilot all the time. <laughs> and I have to like actively stop myself. I'm like, you're so boring saying this, but I do it 24-7. <laughs> But this, I don't understand why I'm so aware of it at the moment. Because I, th- I don't know because it's like the time of year, like it's October, but it's still like, well, no, it's not. It's November <laughs> now. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. oh, it's cold. We should be wearing like our big coat. But then you go outside and it's hot. So now I have to take the jacket off. And then it's I don't I'm know how to dress. So I'm just 24-7 in a massive puffer coat. <laughs> like you always catch me in about 10 layers still cold. <laughs> It's a blistering heat. No, (laughs) no, yeah, Yeah, I I don't know what's going on, but it's just at the moment, all I seem to be doing is like, oh, the weather, eh? It's like I've got (laughs) nothing else to talk about. It's like I get paid to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, is there anything that gets on your nerves that year? Literally, before I joined this call, do you know (laughs) one of my biggest pet peeves is technology. So for people listening, I couldn't get onto the call just now. And it took me 10 minutes to get the Zoom link to work. And I don't know why, like, I don't know why I do what I do because all my like job, my degree is like technology. (laughs) I used to want to be an editor. And then I did editing at uni for about a few months. And I went, fuck that. (laughs) Like, it gets me so irrationally angry, like nothing else my girlfriend will be like shaking in the room with me because I'll be perfectly fine and then I'm like smashing up the desk like why won't you I just because it because it has no rhyme or reason it really annoys me like there's no yeah yeah. sorry because you can't blame it I felt I felt felt a little bit like oh do you need a minute (laughs) like can we resume in a minute yeah join back on in a minute no but I I completely agree with you and to be honest when you messaged and said, do you have Microsoft Teams? I felt <laughs> genuinely triggered. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that. I'm not, not doing it. <laughs> if it means we do this by email, <laughs> this recording, <laughs> I'm not going back to Microsoft Teams. I hate it. <laughs> but uh, which it, yeah, the technology thing leads me quite nicely into like what you do, like you are now, like, I'm going to say like one of the most probably famous TikTokers in the UK. Like you have millions. You definitely are. Definitely. As soon as I said who I was waffling with tonight, my sister was like, oh yeah, like I know who that is. And I was like, oh, okay. I find that so strange still. My friends would like say to me like, oh, I was talking about you at work and my work colleagues or whatever, and like some would be up in Sheffield or wherever they are and it, I just feel like it's just the past few months it seems to have like really rocketed and it's yeah. a bizarre feeling ever to I don't I don't even know you don't expect anyone to know who you are and I'm not gonna lie I low-key feel a little bit ashamed of if someone <laughs> they're, like, they're like are you on TikTok and I'm like no <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, you are. don't you stick stuff to your head and I'm like oh <laughs> Like, yeah, like, don't me. You've still got a cheerio. Like, <laughs> 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 it's not me. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's generally like absolutely brilliant though. And it's these kind of stories that I have so much respect and I genuinely take inspiration from because of how the waffle shop started was from such a painful experience for me. And it's now gone on to completely 
changed my life whether it's like my job my career like even like to a certain point like my like sexuality like I'm now in this position like maybe this bad stuff was kind of meant to happen to for me to get to this stage where I'm kind of happy yeah and then when I get these kind of like luxury for me of sitting down with someone like yourself I'm like do you know what like it's it's not I mean yes obviously times can be very very hard and we are dealt with incredibly kind of like difficult blows but people like yourself just remind me that there's like there's still good out there like there is like purpose in the pain kind of all that cheesy bollocks that comes with (laughs) I I believe in like to to an extent I do believe that everything happens for a reason and um even all of the like awful stuff that's happened to me in the past like three years, even if I can't see it at the time, I, I just feel like I'm like, okay, just give it a few months and you're going to see like the bigger picture. And I always have, and I never felt like that before. And it's so weird that actually having my life absolutely fall to pieces was just, it feels like it was just paving the way for something bigger and something better for me. So now whenever anything bad happens, I'm kind of like, I don't really see the negative in it because I'm like, just give it a little bit of time and, yeah. and we'll see. Maybe in five years, if it's still a shit thing, then I'll say, it's <laughs> thing, but... still waited, still waited. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like it's a burst. Just... It's like a burst. <laughs> <laughs> they never turn up when you need one, but they don't yeah. turn up when they need to. But mm. to be fair, like speaking of that, obviously, feel free to talk about. I mean, you're a very open book, which again, I respect you so much for. Like, but for anyone who doesn't know you, and obviously, forgive me if I kind of say this wrong, but you were diagnosed with stage four non Hodgkin's lymphoma at the age of 20. Yep. Now, I, anyone in there, I mean, I was still collecting Pokemon cards at 20. <laughs> I mean, I still collect Pokemon cards now. <laughs> and I'm like 32. But that, is a very difficult age anyway. Mm. You're still in that kind of stage of like, you're kind of figuring stuff out. So I don't, I mean, feel free to kind of speak about whatever you want, but I imagine, I mean, you mentioned earlier about like it kind of earth shattering, but yeah, it, how, how was that without kind of? It was, I mean, um, like you say, like, I feel like 20, like being 20 years old is a particularly difficult age because you're just like on the cusp of like you're, you know, you're turning into an actual adult and you've yeah. just really got your independence. Like I had just finished my second year of uni and it's just weird because it's like you've only just got these things and then all of a sudden you lose it all. And, you know, you're not, you're not a child, you're not an adult yet. You're in this really weird middle ground and it's really difficult because yeah. on one hand of you, you like, you want to rely on your parents and you want to be babied and it's like, Oh my God, like look after me. Like I'm going through this really yeah. awful time. I don't know how to deal with this. And then you're seeing your friends start moving on in their career. And Oh my God, they've got jobs and they're moving out and they're pregnant and like yeah. crazy things. And it's just like, it's really weird. I mean, this is why I love Teenage Cancer Trust because they're one of the only charities that actually helps people in that age bracket because I feel like sometimes people between that like 13 to 25 they do can be a little bit forgotten about. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's an incredibly tough age to go through it. I feel like just as you're about to like figure out who you are and like your identity and things and then you get a cancer diagnosis and it's like stripped 
back yeah. down to the bear again you're like okay I've got to build up and now I'm someone completely different again so imagine with that and obviously I, I don't want to put words in his mouth I'm, I'm kind of saying imagine like, I can't imagine what you kind of went through um but imagine there was a lot of anger there like what what because obviously you were saying like you were in obviously uni like you would were you going off to be like some you moved to America yeah I was about to go to California oh at the time like yeah the anger was it was unreal like when I actually got that diagnosis I wasn't even like I wasn't thinking like oh my god like am I gonna live am I gonna die I was I'm so pissed off I'm meant to be going to California right now and like my best friend at uni um we were going together as well so it's like this dream like oh my god and I'd, I'd growing up I'd always always wanted to go and wanted to live there and it was just like it all just got taken away from me so quickly and I think at that point it was a lot of like feeling sorry for myself and I was like why me like I was seeing people around me and you know I, I, I felt like I was a really bitter person when I first got diagnosed I was seeing people who I didn't think were necessarily nice people and being like why is karma never coming for these people why are these people yeah. going around and being horrible and they're getting everything handed to them on a plate and I really focused in on that and I thought I'm not a bad person like why why is this really terrible thing happening to me and I was definitely in that like angry bitter like self-pitying bubble for quite a while of my first yeah. diagnosis I mean I wasn't really on social media for the whole of my first diagnosis I did like a couple posts maybe in that six months it wasn't until and I'm so glad that I didn't because I probably would not have liked <laughs> the person that I was um, but yeah once I got to like grips with things and I actually you know my perspective completely changed on the situation um and I'm glad it happened now but at yeah. the time it was so hard because I didn't have that perspective of like everything happens for a reason and life is what you make of it you know I think it's incredibly difficult and I think it's a kind of a brave storm to weather especially at such a young age as well and there's there's elements obviously I didn't go through what you went through but there was an element of when my mom my mum had an operation it went horrifically wrong she's now in a neurological care home learning how to basically use a hand and it happened at a time when all my friends were moving out they were getting married they were having babies and there's I, there's still elements with me and like obviously I'm in a different completely different age bracket to you like of that bitter feeling of being like well why why can't I just have the normal like what everyone else has got and then there's moments like this because I didn't know other people out there were going through or feeling the same way I was because I bottled it up. I wasn't speaking about it. And then I have conversations like this and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to be all right. There's other people. Yeah, I know obviously it's yeah. very different circumstances, but it's having these kind of conversations that make you realize that you're not on your own kind of like, regardless of what you're going through. I kind of want to touch upon the teenage cancer trust because like quite a lot of people out there I, when you think of cancer you think of obviously without kind of sounding like oh it's but it's more the older generation that's what you think and I think they do some incredible work I imagine they've been a massive kind of rock for mm. you yeah definitely so 
for pretty much all of my treatment, I've had like teenage cancer trust there. And I always speak about like, in particular, they provide um, youth coordinators, which are people who like come and speak to you. I guess, it, I, I don't know if you'd call it like a social worker type of thing, or, but yeah. they would always come and speak to me. And a lot of the time I was alone in hospital. So they would be the only people that I had. And, you know, always trying to sort out like activities for you to do. And like even like little things, people don't realize how far they go when you're in such a vulnerable state like that. Mm -hmm. Like I had this one worker who would always be like bringing me in Domino's pizza or like ice wow, yeah. or you name it. And it would just be like, when you're isolated in hospital like that, a small gesture like I'm such an emotional person anyway she'd come in with like a slice of pizza and I'd be in tears because I was like <laughs> I just needed this today um and I love it but, um yeah they, they've just been fantastic with everything oh, I love that so what came next because I imagine music's my biggest coping mechanism and I, I lean on it quite a lot tiktok Mm -hmm. I imagine why do I keep saying I imagine I seen this? <laughs> See, this is what happens on the show then I start getting next week my next guest will be like what's annoyed you of like me again because I keep saying I imagine <laughs> but <laughs> like you've managed to through kind of like your bravery like your honesty like your openness and your sense of humor which I think when you go through a tough time sometimes it's the sense of humor that actually pulls you through on some of those like darkest 100%. days yeah oh god definitely I, I always remember um I actually want to try and turn this into a short film because I just I love this moment I've just been like diagnosed for the fourth time right and I found out that I wasn't allowed to have my stem cell transplant which was oh. like to me at the time I was like well this is a death sentence fantastic <laughs> that's great um because my cancer has always been really aggressive and it spreads yeah. quickly and it's just like oh god if I don't get into remission have this transplant right now like that's it anyway um I, w I got the call and I went out I have like a field behind my house and I just sat and I cried for a little bit and then I phoned my friend because she lives like a minute down the road to me and we went and met up and this, we just started laughing. Like I just looked at her and we were just in fits of laughter. And she said to me, fuck's sake, I'm going to be in therapy for decades. <laughs> every time I speak to her, it's like, oh, I'm cancer free. No, I've got it again. No, I'm cancer free. Surprise. <laughs> it's back. And it's like, we were just honestly like, I still have the voice notes. They're posted somewhere on TikTok. And it's just of us like hysterically laughing at the situation because it is funny. Like you couldn't write it. It's so... Yeah ridiculous like sometimes you know I'm I mean I'm cancer free and then one month later it's back and you just think what kind of shit luck is this <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> at the same time I, I find it so funny because I'm I'm just like what is going on like who is writing yeah. the story then they, they need to be fired <laughs> come up with a new storyline at least <laughs> Do you know I mean? yeah. Yeah, a bit of a reality <laughs> But Joe, you know that I I love that about you is the fact that you 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 do see the kind of like the positive in it. Like there are so many people out there, and obviously everyone's on their own journey. And this isn't kind of this sounds very preachy. Like you know we can sit around and cry about it. We can have those days. That is perfectly allowed. Like life is tough, but you you can't sit around. Like life isn't going to stop. Like 
you know me and you are both sat here now like we carried on like you've you've got to keep going mm. what I was kind of saying about like the kind of like the coping mechanism obviously I just did it again why am I doing it I'm winding myself up now with I imagine <laughs> um TikTok being a coping mechanism to kind of a bit of an outlet for you and then obviously I know you love the f- like films and like being like creative is there anything else that you kind of lean upon when things do get a little bit kind of ah you mentioned there about going to like like the field and just kind of chilling out like is there anything else that you kind of lean on for me it's always so like TikTok I use like a diary pretty much and I'm so glad that I have documented everything like when I'm feeling happy when I'm feeling sad whatever's on there like just occasionally like the other day I hadn't done it in forever and I thought oh, I'm gonna watch some like old videos and, and remind myself of things and it's like god I totally forgotten like this had happened ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that had happened. And for me, um, you know, I kind of see my... TikTok like I see myself as a storyteller and you know I was watching people sorry I'm sidetracking but I was watching (laughs) videos the other day and people like it's such an ick when people like record themselves cry or I'm like yeah it so is I know I'm one of those people it is 100% but the reason I do it is like for me I know how motivational I find it for myself to go like this is where you were at this point in time because I've been through such an overwhelming amount of stuff in such like it's really hard for me to actually keep track of what happened when yeah and it sounds like psychotic behavior but it it's only by taking photos that for the most part the world don't actually see most of it and I'll go like you know some say when did you get diagnosed with this I'm like oh I actually have no idea let me just find a video of me (laughs) it's so psychotic but like you know, I, I find that actually documenting this, I can tell my story with it and I can show people that, that yes, I've been in the absolute, like, what's the, what's the, word? the, the pits? I've been in the pits. The pits. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I'm now, I'm now like on the up and I love being able to see the difference that God, like the, at the start of this year, it was the worst time of my life in February. And you know, I was in hospital for 10 weeks, so I didn't get out until May. And I, it's unbelievable to me the difference between May and that. Like, I couldn't even walk in May. And, wow. like, I don't know. I just, I'm just like, you can't envision that. When you're going through it at the time, I was like, I know this is going to be a memory soon. And that's how I try and, like, encourage myself to keep going. I'm like, soon you're just going to be 
remembering it and it's going to be a bit fuzzy and you're just going to be grateful for what you've got now and it's great to be in that moment finally ah i felt like i got a little bit of a goosebump then (laughs) but it's it's incredible and you're so right and i think it's quite easy because obviously there's a bit of a dark side when it comes to kind of like tiktok and creating content and stuff like that and like but I think that is key to anyone out there who is thinking of starting TikTok or thinking of kind of doing anything from or putting themselves out there that it's for you mainly. It's for no one else. Like this is an outlet for you. Anyone out there who's kind of creating content or have that fear of kind of like posting it or whatever it might be. But you, you, you've, you've summed it up perfectly there with the kind of, it's a diary entry for you. Like you've got these incredible little snippets of like your journey that you can look back on. Like you just said, like in February, you weren't able to walk. So to now being able to be in a position to kind of look back and almost kind of laugh is incredibly Mm. powerful and a very powerful position to be in. I get like really, really emotional looking at, sounds cringy, but when I put together like the, these edits, like I'll see a trend of people, you know, the start to the end and I look at it, I get so emotional because it's just like, when you're in that moment, you can't, you can't imagine it. And I vividly remember like when I was at the start of my stem cell transplant, I had so many complications with it. And there was a point where I was sat there and basically I had, I went in and I was about 50 kilograms and I went up to 77 kilograms which was all water weight. I was on yeah. so many drugs and I couldn't eat. I couldn't swallow because basically with the stem cell transplant, you get mucositis. My tongue was like black and yeah. like you're, you have no saliva in your mouth. It's really painful. I was on like morphine for it. Um, sorry, again, getting sidetracked. But um, that's what happens oh at God, the What's my initial point? Jesus. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, because I was because I was so heavy from all of all of my stuff being given intrathecally, um, or by IV, whatever you call it, um, I couldn't breathe. I could barely breathe, and it was really terrifying because the water was in my lungs as well. And I remember sitting there in the bed and thinking, "You absolute idiot!" Like I very lightly took took on the decision to have the stem cell transplant because I was just like, what other option have I got? And I never considered that obviously there is a percentage of people who don't make it through treatment. And, um, you know, I've I've faced worse odds before. Like when I did CAR T therapy, one in three people go into a coma or have seizures. And I did that and I kind of was just like, it's got to be done. Like I didn't have another treatment option at the time. And with stem cell, I was like, it's not as bad as CAR-T, like everything will be fine. And it was falling to pieces at this time in the hospital. And I remember sitting in the bed and just being like, oh my God, like I'm going to die in here. And I never even thought, like I didn't even say goodbye to my friends when I went into the hospital. I thought, oh, I'll just see you guys in a few weeks. Yeah. And I sat in that bed and I just thought, I wish I'd never done this. Like, I can't believe that rather than, you know, just living out the last few months I had and doing fun stuff on my bucket list I'm actually going to spend it in a hospital instead so to go from genuinely 100% believing that I had made a mistake and that I was going to die having my stem cell transplant to now being like 
living my absolute best life whenever i like I don't, I, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, i feel like i'm but, valid now. <laughs> but it, it's just like i always say to people like you really never can tell what is around the corner and you can be at absolute rock bottom and one month on from that point i was like i, went, I got invited to a mark jacobs event i'm like who the hell am i going to this like you know, I'm not, how do you even know who I am like and it, I, went, I went back and I like spoke to my nurses and I'm like you're not going to believe this I've done like this this and this this month and they're like and I shouldn't be doing it because I was like really <laughs> compromised but you know after having the start of the year that I had I couldn't resist but um yeah you just got to keep pushing through sometimes I feel like it's karma coming back around if you're going through some real shit it's, it's <laughs> You know what though? I, I genuinely, I said it, and I know you're probably going to cringe at it, but like you are one of the most inspiring people I've ever waffled with, because it, <laughs> it's it's just that fight, and I think it's so easy, regardless of how old you are, to be this kind of like this real bad thing is happening to me, like and let it defeat you. But like fuck that, you're mm. not defined by like your mental illness, your physical illness, whatever it might be, your diagnosis, like. One, you deserve to be happy, but two, like you, that you can do anything, but the one thing you can't do is fucking give up. Yeah. Like, and that that's what it comes down to. And you are literally, I think, if you looked up like the definition of like <laughs> determination or fight out in the dictionary, like that'd be that's you true. with <laughs> cheer, Cheerios on your head. <laughs> well, it's it's true that I feel like you have to. I mean, don't get me wrong, I definitely have a lot of down days and times where it is tough, but you have to have that. My God, like, it's yeah. cathartic. Like, I'll put on music sometimes just because I'm like, I need to cry. Like, I need to have a cry. And there's, like, certain songs that... Wait, wait, save that. Save that. Because <laughs> don't skip ahead. Oh, <laughs> save that. Yeah. Whoa. Thank God. This is my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's just, you need you need to have those times and then... I feel like you you do also have to sometimes make a choice that okay like I could sit here and feel very sorry for myself and yes some awful things have happened but I I can't I say to people you've got to fake it till you make it like yeah. sometimes I am just laughing about a situation that yeah maybe I'm not ready to laugh at yet and then I, I genuinely believe that you can like trick your brain you can rewire your brain into you know, it's about building those like neurological pathways. So I feel like if you tell yourself something over and over again, it's like when you read a lot of like self-help stuff and people yeah. say saying stuff in the mirror, the more you say it, the more you start to believe it because you're actually building these pathways in your brain. So when you're in a crap situation, like for me, if I tell myself enough times, like it's not that bad, like it's going to get better. I'm going to push through it. This, Hey, this is kind of funny. Yeah. You do start to believe it. And like, you get that bad news and it used to take me a week to get over it and now it takes me sometimes a couple hours and I'm laughing yeah. again so I, I really do believe in that fake it till you make it <laughs> we're all doing it it's like we're just yeah. winging the shit out of it all but <laughs> I'm saying it again like it is a very very powerful mindset to be in and you, you are just you you are brilliant thank you, you. are absolutely <laughs> I, I do need to because obviously with with the TikToks. By the way, this is just genius. My personal favorite, obviously, I need to I need to say, it, but like with anything but hair, like 
I mean, you're sat here now talking to me. With, I, I, is it tattoos? What is this? Yeah, temporary tattoos, but they're Halloween edition. So I did have a little spider hanging down from my forehead, but it's had to go. <laughs> I mean, very well done. But I mean, my personal favourite, you've had, you've had everything from like flowers, Cheerios, spaghetti, popcorn, but my personal favourite is Magic Stars. Really? Oh, that's the worst one. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> That one was disgusting. And I did that. It was 30, 36 or 38 degrees outside. Big mistake. Yeah, I put it okay. on. It was on for like two minutes, maybe. And I went to touch it and they were sliding off my face. They oh, were no. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, trust me to pick the I was, worst one. Honestly, I was getting hospital flashbacks. <laughs> like, on, I was like, sorry, say it. I was shitting myself in the hospital. I looked at my head. And I was like, Jesus, PTSD. <laughs> Well, wow. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, it's it's just it's just taken over. Like I absolutely love it. It is genius, and I think it is yeah. that sometimes, like you said, like when if it's those moments when you are in hospital, or even if you're having a down day, like someone who may be in a very similar situation to you, like seeing those kind of videos, but like you know what, if, if you can do it, I can do it, and I think I think it is absolutely brilliant. And I you love, deserve I love to go that. to Mark Jacobs' parties. <laughs> I had such a good time there. I was flipping lovely. I felt like such an imposter though. I was like, what is going on? Everyone was so like, they had like a little catwalk bit and people were filming their videos and I ne- I'd never been invited to an event before. I was just like, I don't know what to do with myself. I was so awkward, but I was loving it. You know, you should just wear sunglasses. If you wear sunglasses in those kind, this is, this, this is what I've had to trick myself into. When I'm in there, those kind of, th- I mean, I've never been to Mark Jacobs <laughs> party, but there's certain situations where I found myself like, you don't deserve to be here. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, like that, the normal imposter syndrome yeah, that kicks yeah. in. Whack a pair of sunglasses on. That's such a good idea. It is. Like, I'm telling you now, it's, yeah, it's an instant. And then you people are looking at you like, oh, who's that? Who, like, yeah. you'd be yeah. mysterious. <laughs> I like to do it on the train as well. Sometimes. <laughs> Weirdo. But yeah, that, that's my bit of advice. I mean, you've you've smashed out of the park with the advice of this. But yeah, my, my show, yeah, wear sunglasses. Love yeah. that. I'll be trying that on my next event because I always get nervous going to them. I'm like, no one knows who I am. People are like, who's this little bald girl? Like, <laughs> an 11-year-old boy. Why are they here right now? <laughs> sunglasses. They'll, they'll know. They'll know soon enough. <laughs> you mentioned it earlier about the music and the sad songs mm. I do the same thing I can't listen to certain Adele songs because one of them made me cry in Asda once next to oh, the no, no, next to the rise and the, yeah it's it was a very like snot cry <laughs> as well like it was very very traumatic what, very what much hometown glory oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was one of the last gigs I went to with my mom before everything happened so oh, it's like God, even yeah. talking about it I get all like <laughs> can't do it <laughs> um but what song because on, on the flip side of this we'll, we'll get no fair no we'll stick we'll stick with the sad things and then we'll, we'll spice it up a bit but what songs do need to be playing when you are you do need that emotion to come out like so the song that always gets me which is like my go to some whenever people I have a bad bitches playlist right and yeah. it's songs that are either some bad bitches <laughs> feel like a bad bitch but it's a bit of a weird playlist you'll go from like Lizzo to Eminem and you're just like what's going on but um it's called back 
Will Cry by Angel Hayes, and I always recommend it to people. I literally, oh my god, it's, it's got like, Sia in it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And it, honestly, inject it, inject it into me yeah. because it's like every time I listen to it, I get goosebumps, and like I feel like I'm in a music video. I'm looking out the window. Because just yes. this, this song, it's not even just been like um, during my cancer treatment when I was at school. Like always, different parts of this song have just resonated with me. And going through my treatment now, like I want to get a tattoo to symbolise it. I don't want the lyrics yeah. or something super cliche, but there's there's just a line that says, "Life's like a bed of roses. You take the thorns and you make do." And I really live by that because I feel like for the last three years, 99% of my life has been thorns. And, you know, I made that active decision of, okay, well, how can I actually use this to my advantage? How can I change the narrative? And, you know, what I've done with my TikTok and then what I ended up doing with my degree and my graduate film and what I'm doing now, like, there's ways to spin, like, everything is about your perspective. And I really believe that you can turn any thorn into a rose and it, it just depends like what you want to do with it, you know? So that song, like whenever I hear that lyric, I'm just like, mm, and it gets me really, like hyped up, but I'll be crying at the same time. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like tears of joy. Cause you're like, look at what you're overcoming and look how it's just a whole. A whole... No, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm out of the two years I've been doing this. I don't think I've ever had someone come on and been like, this is the song. Because everyone normally sits there and like, oh, I don't know. So I feel like people try to think of a cool answer or like, oh, no, no songs yeah. really make me cry, but yeah. straight <laughs> away. And I, I don't know. Oh, Belter. I, I just always, it's just my top. But the problem is like when we'll be sitting and it comes on shuffle in the kitchen, like my girlfriend obviously knows it always makes me emotional. <laughs> if I'm not in the mood, I'm like, skip that damn song. Yeah, get rid of it. I've got my like, I'm not crying right now. <laughs> I've just stuck Cheerios to my head. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair, solid answer. That's up there, but one of the best. Mm, so I imagine, obviously, with these obviously parties that you go to now, with the you know, with the, the circles that you're mixing in now, is there a song <laughs> that needs to be playing to get you on the dance floor? got another banger heated by Beyonce oh my god like I could be dying on a night out and that I'll be resurrected I'll be on the dance floor it just mm, it gets me going you people you need to get it on your playlist now I'm telling you I feel like, I feel like I'm just gonna like send an email every now and again like any requests <laughs> please can you give me some <laughs> two bouters mm-hmm that's never happened before. Sometimes I have to like, I have to pretend I know what they what they say. <laughs> but I'm prepared. Like that that song. My dad like dreads picking me up because he'll pick me up for like one night. I went to a Halloween party the other day and I'll get picked up drunk and then he knows that I'm connecting to the orcs and the <laughs> turned up like a hundred and heated by Beyonce is going on straight away and I'll be dancing like a fool in the front of the car. <laughs> it's probably quite dangerous actually he's just trying to drive and I'm literally like doing all I this mean, front seat. you can't help it you can't no, help it sometimes. I'm, possessed. I'm possessed when it comes on so I'm Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Beyonce oh. takes over it happens to the best of us <laughs> I'm, I'm dreading trying to get tickets to that tour when it eventually oh happens God, yes 
I have to I have to get ticket. I, I think it's going to be impossible though. We can dream. Faith. We can manifest. We could do it, but I'm going to, every day in the mirror now I'm like, you can get these tickets. Honestly, you. I was in a, such a shitty mood <laughs> today, and oh. you've completely flipped it around. You have been an That's absolute true. dream to waffle with, and I'm literally. You're one of my new favorite people. Like I love oh, everything I love you stand for. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I genuinely mean it. Like it's very rare to meet people. Obviously, I know it's obviously over Zoom, but like people who have that kind of same mentality who have been through the tough times to them being like, fuck that. No, no way. I've I've I deserve better. I want more. And I'm I'm really excited to see where this journey takes you. And thank you so much for joining me for a waffle. Oh, I've had such a good time. Thank you for having me. I can't <laughs> stop smiling now. Look at me. I'm like, <laughs> but you you did that that's you that's all on you i was miserable old shit moaning about the weather 20 (laughs) minutes ago (laughs) hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.